Welcome to episode 13 of the Countryline Songwriter Series, where you'll hear from some of the most successful artists and songwriters working in Nashville today. Country music is all about storytelling, and this is where you'll discover the stories from the people themselves of how they managed to find their way into such a competitive industry and rise to the top, what motivates and inspires them, and what they've learned along the way. Brad Paisley was born on October 28, 1972, in Glendale, West Virginia. His passion for music began at the age of eight, when his grandfather gave him his first guitar. By the age of 12, the young musician was singing in church and playing in his first band. Paisley eventually secured a regular slot on Jamboree USA, a popular country music radio show. He was so popular with listeners, he was actually invited to join the program as a full-time musician, opening for such acts as the Judds and Roy Clark. After two years at West Virginia's West Liberty State College, Paisley transferred to Belmont University in Nashville, at Belmont, he studied under the American Society of Composers, Authors and Publishers Scholarship and met Frank Rogers and Kelly Lovelace, both of whom would help Paisley later in his career. A week after graduation, Paisley signed with EMI Records as a songwriter. He then made his debut as a solo artist after signing with Arista. He released his first album, Who Needs Pictures, in 1999. The record produced the number one hits, He Didn't Have to Be, and We Danced. The album sold more than one million copies and catapulted Paisley to fame. The next year, the Academy of Country Music named him Best New Male Vocalist, and the Country Music Association gave him their prestigious Horizon Award. In February of 2001, Paisley was inducted into the Grand Ole Opry. Several months later, he received his first Grammy nomination for Best New Artist. He also released his second album, Part 2, which featured his unforgettable number one single, I'm Gonna Miss Her, The Fishing Song. Paisley's next album, Mud on the Tires, in 2003, was also highly successful, hitting number one on the Billboard charts and featured his acclaimed duet with Alison Krauss called Whiskey Lullaby. Paisley's 2005 effort, Time Well Wasted, included a collaboration with Dolly Parton, When I Get Where I'm Going, which won the CMA Award for Musical Event of the Year in 2006. The album also scored Paisley both ACM and CMA Awards for Best Album. The same year, Paisley embarked on a successful tour with the rising star Carrie Underwood serving as his opening act. Teaming up to record together, Paisley and Underwood sang a duet called Oh Love on his next release, 2007's Fifth Gear. Reaching the top spots on the country albums charts, the album also featured several number one hit singles, including Online, Letter to Me and I'm Still a Guy. Paisley also took home several major awards that year, winning the ACM Award for Top Male Vocalist and the CMA Award for Male Vocalist of the Year. He also won his first Grammy Award for the instrumental track Throttle Neck. Paisley's next album, Play the Guitar Album, hit stores in November of 2008, featuring collaborations with musicians such as Keith Urban, Vince Gill and B.B. King. He also made a splash that year as co-host of the CMAs alongside Carrie Underwood, the first of many years the pair would team up to host the ceremony. In 2009, he released his album American Saturday Night. The first single from the album then became his 14th number one hit. 
In 2006, Paisley unveiled a new song called Today. It marked the lead single from his 11th studio album, Love and War, which also then featured collaborations with rock heavyweights Mick Jagger and John Fogarty. And in October of 2019, he returned to Ireland to perform at Dublin's Three Arena, which is when I, Stuart Bamford, chatted with him. The Countryline Songwriters Series with Brad Paisley. You've obviously been on tour in the US since May. You began this final European run on the 4th of October in Oslo, Norway. I've been following this tour online. The reviews have been absolutely incredible, particularly last night in London. You brought Keith Urban and Ward Thomas out. So how are you feeling? You must be, are you tired? Are you still raring to go? And what's your experience of this tour been like? I was more tired in the beginning. That jet lag in the beginning is its own thing. But uh, we're raring to go. I think that this tour has been one of the more rewarding tours I've ever done of UK and Ireland and Europe. I feel like... It's really been fun to see that some of the foundation we built, it was just so worth it, you know. And uh, I was told a decade ago when we first started coming over here, it's an uphill climb and it's really not possible to grow this. But those were people that were looking at the old rules. That was long before things like YouTube and uh, Instagram even. It's a new world when I can play a new song that I've just written on Instagram, put a chorus up of it or release something new and see a comment that's like Tennessee Vols fan. Oh man, that, that reminds me of my girlfriend or something. Next comment might be Dublin gal, you know, Oh, I wish my boyfriend would sing me that. It's like real time, two different sides of the, of the ocean. Your last single, My Miracle, that was released back in March. Mm -hmm. Uh, You co-wrote it with Gary Nicholson, produced by Dan Hoff and Luke Wooten. You said that it kind of brought you out of your comfort zone a little bit because I love through your music, you have this, many times humorous, sarcastic look at relationships. And the message of this one is very direct and sincere. But also, you said Dan Hoff has turned you on now to almost using the guitar as like a second voice. a little bit on this song you know he wanted to make sure that I had I had a soulful sort of secondary thread through this that was the guitar and so uh, he's been a good influence on me that way because Dan's incredible as a guitar player and he's really good at spotting what I'm doing and saying a little more of that you know and that's not easy to do with me for most producers I think a lot easier for somebody like Dan who can literally outplay me you know. Obviously, before that, you released Bucked Off. I mean, it's such a great sort of stadium anthem. Um, I mean, that chorus really friggin' rocks. Uh-huh. And then when you get to the bridge, it's got that George Strait sort of country throwback. It goes in a completely different direction. the minute it seems to be with acts like John Party and Midland and Ashley McBride there seems to be a real resurgence of a traditional country sound 
with that coming back into the forefront, is that influencing maybe the sound of the next project, even for yourself, to go back to a more traditional sound? I don't know. I haven't really thought a whole lot about where the next project's going yet, but that's a good question. There's elements of a kitchen sink approach that works now because people are so able to switch gears quickly. It used to be that people listened to a type of music almost exclusively, especially in the United States. And if they were a certain kind of fan, that's what they liked. And now I think that people are, their brains are wired different somehow. Maybe it's all the fact that we're all looking at these phones all day, but people are able to to go from somebody like Billie Eilish to like George Strait and then Ariana Grande and John Mayer and somebody like maybe Joe Bonamassa, who knows? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, it's always for me, it's never, it's never about I really want to do this style. It's never that. It's more like what song ideas do I come up with? The song will dictate the style, I think. You obviously have a great sense of humor that's been displayed through your lyrics, through your music videos, your stints hosting award shows, your Netflix comedy rodeo special. It was announced recently you're going to be starring in an executive producing a new comedy series for Amazon, Fish Out of Water. Mm-hmm. It's been described as a kind of influence by one of my favorite shows, Larry Sanders Show. What can you tell me about this? Yeah, that's actually one of two TV projects we have going. And as we work on new music, some of these are entering my consciousness too in the sense that oh, we have vehicles for this. Uh, the Fish Out of Water show on Amazon will be uh, hopefully sometime next year. It's a, a limited scripted series. I'm a big, big fan of the dry, really sort of awkward moment comedies. Larry Sanders is a perfect example. So is The Office. So is Kirby Enthusiasm is a big example. So I, I would say that the Fish Out of Water show, based on the scripts that we have written so far, I would describe it as Larry Sanders or Curb on a lake okay. with country stars. And there's great moments for Nashville, for artists from our town, and as well as cameos and craziness. And the scripts are wild. They're really neat. And um, Amazon has been a great partner so far. They were all in the minute they heard the pitch. They were like, okay, this is hilarious and we want to do this. And I think they realized that there's a comedy gold mine in the rural America that hasn't been mined like the cities. Like, you know, Curb Your Enthusiasm is obviously an L.A. thing. And there's plenty of New York comedies. And there's, you know, and Larry Sanders was that late night inside baseball type look at something like uh, a late night show. And in our case, it's like, look, there's a whole world in between these coasts in America that we're singing about that we could really illustrate very well. (laughs) And, uh, and so there's that. And then another show, which we already taped a special on uh, the network ABC in America called Brad Paisley thinks he's special. And that's a music based variety show. That's going to air in November. I think I want to get that on in the UK. I want to somehow figure out, I'm sure we'll work that out because you guys play the CMA awards and stuff, which is on, on ABC as well. So we could figure out a way to get it here because I think it's something people would love because it's it's a variety type show where there are musical performances and everybody's goofing around with me. And it's me and Hootie and the Blowfish and uh, the Jonas Brothers, Carrie Underwood, Kelsey Ballerini and Tim McGraw and a football player named Peyton Manning. And we're all goofing around and having a ball on there. And that's another good example of And there's actually a new song in that show that will 
come out around the time it airs. Okay. It was one of the ones I had just been recording for the new stuff I've been working on. And when we were taping the show, I said, this should be in the show. This just works in the show and I'm going to sing it. So again, ways to release music now are, are endless. And you know, for all of the negatives that come with an ever changing music business where it's hard to monetize it, there's also a lot of opportunities to get music in front of people and I'll let somebody else worry about monetizing it. Garth Brooks came here and was massive in Ireland. But apart from that, you were the guy who consistently came and kind of led the way. Like, I saw you in the Olympia. I've seen you here so many times. And that has to be acknowledged that I saw Old Dominion in Belfast last night, but there was a time when that would never happen. Oh, yeah, I bet. And I'm dying to get up to Belfast. I mean, I got to know a few of the Game of Thrones guys, and I've heard so much about that city and never got to go there. I was invited to come up and see the set towards the end and couldn't get over there. But... We really need to play there, don't Please. we? You promise it's a great place to play, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. You would pack the place out. Um, yourself and your wife, Kimberly, you've teamed up with Belmont University and uh, is it Middle Tennessee Food Bank? And you're opening, I know it's being built at the minute, the store, helping Nashville families in need. Yeah. This is very exciting. Tell me a bit about this. In our country, and it's probably the same here, but I'm not at all familiar with the situation of hunger or poverty in the UK, but in our country, there is this gap there's quite a bit of focus on the sort of the lowest of the lowest echelon of hunger and people that are what you would call homeless or on the street or and they have hit absolute rock bottom. And then there's what I would call middle class and up where you make enough to feed your family. But there's this middle gap where somebody can fall into that lower rung very easily. Let's say that just the right combination of bad luck, man loses his job, woman gets cancer both can't work or they bought a house they bought a car things were going good he loses his job she loses her job they can't make the car payment they can't make the house payment what do they do the first thing to suffer is food and so we came up with this charity that's based on one in California that we we kind of tweaked there's some friends of ours that started and it's basically a grocery store where everything is free if you qualify parent gets to say we're going to the store to the kid and the kid gets in the shopping cart and they push them around and pick out the fruits and vegetables and meat and whatever they're going to take home and kid knows no difference to the kid to the family that's trying to get back on their feet it feels normal you know i think probably as difficult as the struggle to find the money to feed your family the loss of dignity that comes from having to go take a handout yes. when you were somebody with a job or with a home that's got to be tough we take away the sting of that with this charity a little bit, and we'll see how it goes. Brad Paisley, thank you so much, and please come to Belfast. I really, really want to do that. He says we go to Belfast. It's going to be, he said it's off the chart. The Countryline Songwriters Series with Brad Paisley. More episodes from this series are available on the Countryline app and website, or just search for the Countryline Songwriters Series wherever you normally get your podcasts.